The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. There we go. So I am just um, turning on the recorder. So I wanted to open it up for questions. So Kumi, you got us off. Start uh, with a question and just to see, is there uh, somebody else that has a question or something they'd like to say or clarification or maybe share an experience before we um, continue on? Uh, Yes, Kristen. I guess I'd I'd actually, this isn't so much a question as I'd like to add something, which is um, just for me and my own practice and some of my own kind of work with this and, um, and my research is there, you know, around emotions and strong emotions and things like that. There's actually times when um, meditation isn't really so supportive. So kind of what I learned to do is when, when I feel, really strong emotions and I feel like almost to the extent that that might be dysregulating, then I'll do something to regulate myself first, which is usually more around like exercise or sometimes splashing water on my face or those little things. And, um, until I'm on a place where I feel like kind of my brain is back, you know, the full functioning is back online and that, and then I could sit in meditation, um, and, you know, maybe feel some, some of those things in, the body. So I think that there's lots of different ways and we're talking about one very specific, you know, we're talking about a, like a slice of it as I see it. Um, but maybe not the whole rainbow of options. Beautiful. Susie, would you like to um, add on that? Okay. Um, yes. Thank you, uh, Kristen, for bringing that into the space. Um, I, I, could not agree with you more. Um, uh, you know, we're offering something very specific uh, for meditators and people interested in meditative practice. Um, but um, very much there is this wide range of, of tools, whether it's, you know, things like, you know, exercise, it's a totally wise uh, option, or, you know, working in a therapeutic modality or, you know, doing things like journaling, doing things like, um, you know, exploring our emotions through kind of creative means. So there, there is definitely this huge range. Um, and it's really wonderful to hear, you know, a bit about your willingness to kind of like take ownership about what makes sense for you at the time. Um, it's, you know, it's a wonderful capacity as a person and then within the the context of your meditative practice, that's going to serve you very well, you know. So, so yeah, just just to to say, I really appreciate that um, very much. Yeah. Yeah, I think Susie and I are realizing maybe we should have emphasized that more at the beginning of this. That we're just offering, like uh, I think you said, that we're a little slice of uh, an experience or one way to work with it. And we're offering it in a particular order. But, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to start where we're starting. And it doesn't mean that what we're offering is the only way to go forward. This is such a big topic, such a beautiful big topic that we're just offering a slice, a sliver. Katie. 
Hi. Um, I have a question about um, practicing what it meditations while in a Zoom context. Um, I I was fortunate enough to have a, an experience last week where I was like very emotional, um, and my instinct was to be like, I don't know the protocol for like sitting and crying on Zoom, like. It just was, I think there, there are, are ways that it's, we respond differently in Zoom than we would if we were in a group. And so I was wondering if you just had any advice on that um, in any direction. <laughs> Thank you. My advice is to take care of yourself and to recognize what feels comfortable. Um, I don't know, Susie, do you have something you'd like to say? Mm. Oh, Susie, you, you, uh, the whole mute, unmute thing, tricky. Okay. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would very much, um, echo that and, and, um, you know, I feel with this kind of, you know, format where we're all kind of sitting in like little boxes and we have a camera on us. Um, we do miss some of the, just the support, you know, this kind of, that we sense when we practice in a physical space, at least for me, that feels really palpable. And so I feel like this kind of doing what feels right and taking care of ourselves is, is maybe even more important in, um, this slightly less connected way, you know, it's almost hard to like intuit uh, what's appropriate. We can't really kind of sense the space and sense the community. So um, did you feel that you wanted to turn your camera off at that point in time? Or did you feel what, what was your impulse? I was okay with it when it was a little bit of crying, but then it, um, I became more emotional and it just seemed like, Actually, my instinct was to, to run away just because I, but then it was sort of this great metaphor for like running away from my feelings or not great. Uh, but um, yeah, but then um, in my group, we talked about it afterwards and how like everything is, is acceptable in practice. And so in hindsight, I, I kind of wish that I had been sort of courageous enough to, uh, to just sit there and cry. And that's part of why I, I bring it up and can't, like, because, uh, I don't know, people people cry. Um, but I just, it felt very, like, uh, it, it, it definitely felt just strange because there's a camera. So it sounds like sort of two things. Like, you know, you're kind of exploring um, what it means to, experience your emotions in a group sentence, sense, uh, group context and kind of be vulnerable like that. And so, you know, that's, that's yours to explore. And, you know, we, I think we kind of have to all acknowledge this is like all, this is a little weird, <laughs> you know, there's a little extra burden, a little extra disconnection um, that comes from this and to be, you know, to be gentle and, and just kind of, you know, um, yeah. 
accept that. And, and yeah, that's, that's how I would respond. So it's, it's kind of lovely to see your exploration of it too, in terms of your own path and where you're going and trying and, you know, so good. So. Okay, um, Kathleen, and then maybe we'll move on, but uh, Kathleen. Um, let me unmute you, or there we go. Okay. Um, I found an organization. Um, I, I'm a trauma survivor, and I had some difficult times with, uh, with my emotions in Zoom calls, and I found this organization, uh, Trauma Sensitive Mindfulness. And if you do a Google search on it, it will bring up uh, this, the person who started started it and some resources for you so help me um make sure i i find through imc things are very well managed but with some zoom calls they don't feel comfortable especially with any level of emotions and um that's something to to take a look at i, I got help from them from him great great i think that's david trelevin's work right yeah yeah, yeah. great thank you kathleen yeah. And maybe while I'm thinking about it, um, somebody had, uh, well, I don't know, maybe I'll wait. It's not quite the, this isn't quite the time to bring that up. Okay. So I want to just say um, a few words uh, to build on this, that last guided meditation where Susie had dropped in this word, this expression. Well, um, what if everything were just perfect right now? And just that opens up the idea of, you know, when our meditation practice to do something a little bit beyond just noticing and um, noticing the different elements, tuning into our experience with a warm hearted um, stance or a warm hearted um, attitude. And to be sure that mindfulness with a warm-hearted attitude is immensely powerful, immensely powerful. I think as probably all of you know, or most of you know, if you um, have some meditation practice. But it's not the only thing, right? It's not the only thing that we can do. And I think um, now I don't remember exactly uh, who it was. It might have been Michelle, I'm not sure, who had said, but, you know, I feel like I have to do compassion for myself first. And so um, now we're going to uh, shift a little bit towards that there's this kind of more receptive noticing, tuning into um, practice. And then there's a little bit more active. There's a little bit more responding to um, our experience. And then we're doing this not because we're trying to eliminate our emotions, not because we're trying to repress them or make them go away or um, somehow um, make them easier to avoid. Instead, we're just exploring, we're playing with different uh, tools, different ways in which we can approach our experience and notice that they shift with the different ways that we approach. So just um, in the same way that when you look at something through a microscope looks different than when you look at it through without a uh, without a microscope, or if you're with me, like me with your glasses, without your glasses, or through a telescope, not through a telescope. We're just playing and exploring. There's different ways that we can look, or there's different um, things that we can introduce into the ecosystem. And then just noticing how they shift. 
you, they, it might not shift, but having a curiosity about that. So, of course, one of the things was to bring some compassion to our experience, to um, actively bring to mind um, some, med- some meditative tools we might have, which include compassion. But there are some other things that we can do as well, So, and that we'll um, be exploring this. And one is to also um, see, my, to expand our awareness, to stretch it out a little bit, to just beyond the body. We've been talking about the body and the mind, but what happens if we kind of um, uh, bring awareness to the wholeness of the experience in, a, in an expanded way? And uh, we'll practice with that. We can um, intentionally bring in a stance of kindness, like we do with loving kindness or um, compassion practice. We can even like bring in supportive images, like we, like we do with loving kindness and compassion practices. We might um, bring in uh, somebody who's really been a great support for us, a benefactor or a spiritual leader or something like this that might help also shift the ecosystem. And of course, this is a part of, for those of you who are familiar with the mindfulness practice that's described in the Buddhist teachings, that is the Satipatthana Sutta. You'll know that in there, maybe it's not spoken about as often, but there are practices where you intentionally bring things to mind with the intention that it will shift your experience. For example, bring in um, uh, the different parts of the body, um, including some internal parts that can only, we don't, can't visualize them, that are only just with our imagination, or the different elements of the earth or something like this. So this is a natural part of meditation, maybe just not as emphasized and maybe not... Um, used as often as um, just uh, uh, noticing and accepting. So with this, I'll turn it over to Susie. Okay, Um, great. So we'll we'll have uh, 